Hi guys. <laughs> Hope your week's been fun and nice and productive. Today's topic is a bit more deep. I'm definitely not the most experienced person to talk about this since I've only ever moved once in my life. And I mean, this is the first and only time I've moved cities, countries, continents, even side of the world. I've actually never even switched schools. I went to the same school since I was three years old, and I barely changed neighborhoods. So my experience is a big contrast to many of my friends who have switched schools. I don't know, five times, moved countries four or five, six, seven times, and are very good at adapting. But here I am giving advice and talking about something I may have little experience about, but have learned a lot in the last year or so. So tiny background check. I live in Spain now. I used to live in Peru and I moved here because of my parents' job. So I like to say they're missionaries slash pastors. So there's no confusion. And we moved here after I graduated high school. So part of moving is the getting the news or in other people's cases, making the final decision type of situation. So if I had to put my finger on a moment where I would say all of this moving journey thing started, I would say June last year because that's when I found out we were moving or when my parents broke the news to me sort of thing. And part of this is learning to accept your new reality. Like you know you're going to leave, but at the same time, you want to make the best out of the last moment that you're going to have in this place. So it's finding a balance between those two things. I was actually surprised at myself during that stage of the whole moving process because having lived my whole life in the same place, having a bunch of friends and literally my life there, I thought it was going to be so, so hard to leave that behind, especially the goodbye part. But I can literally count with my hand the times I felt the strong urge to cry because of the goodbye kind of moving situation. And those times were only because I saw my friends cry. Only because of that. And I'm usually a very soft person. I cry because of many, many reasons. But I don't know what happened during this whole process. So there's that. Then when you actually move, I realize there's things that you've taken for granted. Or that you've gotten used 100% when you've lived somewhere for a long time. And it's all these weird little things like for example knowing where every single thing in your house is it could be pitch dark and you still know how to find your way through the house that's when you know <laughs> then there's having your favorite things like from the supermarket knowing where everything is where to find things your favorite restaurants you know how you go to a restaurant and then you know the menu you know what you want before you actually go that We take those things for granted. Or even knowing your way around the city or a neighborhood. Because, guys, it took me, like my whole life in Peru, to memorize street names. To finally know my way to places other than school and, like, the mall. And then I had to leave when I finally knew how to move around the city. But it's all these things that we don't realize are easy and have been easy for as long as we've lived somewhere. Despite all this, 
you don't realize how tedious it the actually moving it until you're involved in it. Because you could have moved when you were five years old, but you didn't help with the packing, you didn't help with the papers. You feel me? My dad asked me countless times to write emails, fill out forms, write papers, help him with stuff that had to do with everything about moving. And it's so much work to have to do all these things like giving up your residence, changing addresses, calling banks or memberships or going to the consulate or like moving papers or I don't know. There's so many things and I for real can't imagine people doing this every year or so. Like I I admire you if, you if you've moved so many times. I'm not even mentioning the packing process, which is like a ton of work. And I'd have to do a whole nother episode about that if I was going to talk about it. I'm just going to say that packing was very hard for me. Because whenever I organize my room or have to pack things, I get very distracted looking at pictures. Or reading through notebooks from five or six years ago and no, they weren't diaries. Or looking at my random spelling test from second grade. I have no idea. I get distracted by everything, literally everything in my room, so it took me a ton of time to pack everything I own, literally. That actually reminds me, I read the other day that a typical move includes like 3,000 kilograms worth of stuff, or 60 boxes, which is like not far from the number that we had. But seriously though, the complex issue about this on the other side is adapting maybe i'm crazy or maybe you guys relate to this but my mind had a very difficult time making the rest of me understand that i wasn't going on a trip that i wasn't even going on a long trip i was actually going away and not knowing when i was coming back because i don't have any family back there it's like one part of yourself just doesn't get it but maybe That's the best thing, I don't know, lying to yourself until you actually get used to a new place and not to overthink it. But of course, this comes from someone who overthinks 25-8, so. But getting used to the culture, the people, the weather, even the food, and the new ways of greeting, because we all know how awkward it is when you hold out your hand and people go to kiss you on the cheek, are not the only things that you have to adapt to. It's the leaving everything behind that's important. Especially when your schedule and everyone you left behind is so different. I can't stress this enough. So the solution to this is get lost, never talk to your old friends again, and say la vie, or I don't even know how that's pronounced, but <laughs> I'm joking. That's why it's called moving, and that's why it's called moving on, because it's just like a breakup. Yeah, I've realized that. Yes, you're gonna be that friend that left, You're gonna be the one that your friends mention, like, oh yeah, the one who lives in that country, you know? Yes, you're gonna miss out on things that your old friends do together. But does it matter? Actually, yes, it does matter. <laughs> But should it affect you? No. Why? Because it's called moving on, it's called life, it's called new faces, new experiences, it's a new you, it's a new part of your life. And you've got to move on. Just like a breakup. So something wise that I said to my best friends, I'm so wise, I'm, I'm joking, can be applied to this. So distance separates, but it doesn't separate forever permanently. And that's the important thing about this. 
even if you're not moving to a different part of the world anytime soon or if you're not planning on going out of your house because we're on quarantine but the point is you might not talk to some of your close old new best friends every day and that doesn't make them less important or less special to you a friendship shouldn't be based on the amount of time you spent talking to someone or even the amount of information that you know about them or how long you've been in each other's lives because friendships are not about quantity but quality and i know that sounds cliche but it's true sometimes we qualify people as friends when we've had like i don't know too long conversations with them they're friends from friends or maybe we've known someone for a long time but we've never gotten to know them far from like what's your favorite color what's your favorite food but we still call them our friends and it's not necessarily wrong but in times like these when we move we're socially isolated that's when we realize which friends distance works better with or which friendships aren't affected by simple things as not replying or leaving on red or you, I know you guys understand what I mean but on the other side or on the bright side there's also new people that you're going to be meeting I've learned how annoying it is to have to present yourself over and over again to repeat the same information about yourself and at the same time try to be yourself to try to be fun or nice it's exhausting especially when some people show interest and others just plain don't because I don't know maybe they have you know friends in their life maybe they don't want to make new friends I'll never understand that But here's where I give you advice that this friend gave to me. He's been through this a couple of times and he's been there for me through all this process. He's literally the best, so big shout out to him. Look, I mean, listen. If people don't see what you have to offer, the good in yourself, the nice and funny person you are or whatever it is that makes you you, and I'm not trying to be cliché, It's their loss and it's not yours and you got to be confident about that. It's better to be valued or friended by people who are genuinely intrigued by you, genuinely interested in you than a bunch of losers who don't. It's as simple as that even if it sounds a bit harsh, but it's true. And I want to end on that note that's not 100% related to the moving issue or topic. because I'm pretty sure that none of you are moving anytime soon. So look at the people around you and ask yourself if these are the kind of people that bring out the best in you, if they're the ones who lift you up and are there for you when you actually need it. If the people around you are truly friends who value you. Because if the answer to one of those questions is no, I can only say that it's never too late to make new friends or adjust old friendships. So I'll see you guys next week with my two green eyes. I'm joking. <laughs> Bye.